Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Fellow Patriots, fellow occupants of the basket of deplorables, the President of the United States is uh, pretty close. He's up there in Western North Carolina in Fletcher. A big crowd uh, turned out of the airport to greet the President. Uh, Let's go ahead and uh, pick up some of his uh, remarks in Fletcher, North Carolina. And hopefully you won't need it. But we have it, and uh, Remdesivir, and so many others. So many others are coming out now. The job they've done, the job our country has done has been amazing. We'll be talking about it on Thursday evening. Is anybody going to be watching television on Thursday evening? Right? So we'll be talking, because really, the job that we've done is incredible. It's incredible. And none of us get any credit for it, and that's okay. As long as we have the end result, and the end result is we have to make people safe. We have to make our country safe. We have to build up our military. And now it's at a level that it's never been at before. We've rebuilt our entire military. The wall, the wall, as you know, will soon be finished and our border is secure. And I heard somebody on the other side, we want to tear down the wall. Do you believe this? Tear down the wall. They want people, they'll say, let the people come in illegally, let them come through. We can't do that. We have a great country. We've never done. We are going to be in a position, as you know, prior to the plague coming in from China, we did numbers the likes of which have never been seen. Our employment numbers, every, every number, stock market. Now you look at it today, the stock market is just about set to break the all-time record. Your 401ks, all of the things that we're doing, and that's a leading To me, that's like a leading indicator. Everything's following. The economy's going to come back. Next year, we're going to have one of the best years economically and in other ways that we've ever had before. So watch on Thursday night. We just uh, accepted the votes, and uh, I guess the official acceptance is on Thursday, but we just got a great delegate count, Mark Meadows. Is that right? Mark Meadows. From a wonderful state known as North Carolina, Mark Meadows. And he's got to have a great young man taking his place. We think he's going to be uh, do a fantastic job. But Mark has been great, our chief of staff. So I just want to thank everybody. 
This has been a, a real love fest between North Carolina and Trump, right? It's been incredible. We've had a tremendous success here, and you've had. So last year, you had the most successful year you ever had, and you're going to break that record again next year. We're going to have an incredible third quarter. The numbers coming in are just been, they've been fantastic. And again, you're going to have a great third quarter, but you're going to have the best year. I think you're going to break your record from last year. So we will put this horrible incident coming from China behind us. And we will have the vaccines very soon, but it's going to be fading and it is starting to fade. Florida is getting much better. California is getting much better. You look at all of the different states that have been through it and you look at our rate and we're going to be comparing that. You're going to look at the tremendous success we've had compared to other places. So I just want to thank all of the people from North Carolina. You know, as you know, because of the shutdown, we wanted to have our convention here. And you have a governor that basically didn't want to play ball. He didn't want to do it. And by the way, Dan Forrest is running and he's great. He's great. So, And I think he's going to do very well, but he's a really a terrific guy and he'd be a terrific governor and I hope you're going to do it. So I felt really an obligation to come here today to say hello to the people of North Carolina and we appreciate your love. And I love you right back. Thank you all very much. Thank you very much. Take care of yourselves. So Thank in a year with a... That's President Trump. He is uh, addressing a, a crowd at uh, the local airport in uh, Fletcher, North Carolina. He is uh, going to be visiting some a uh, couple of businesses there in Western North Carolina and, and uh, just taking the opportunity there on the tarmac to make some remarks to the crowd. Um, also uh, directly behind the president was a former Congressman Mark Meadows, who is now the president's chief of staff. So uh, it it's now uh, official, although uh, the president has not officially accepted the nomination. We still have to uh, uh, dot all the uh, I's and cross all the T's, and that'll be done on Thursday night, as the president was referencing in his remarks just now, when he accepts the Republican nomination for a second term as president. So here we go, getting underway, uh, getting the work week started here on Monday. Uh, We are going to be having uh, special guests uh, from the Republican National Convention right up the road in Charlotte every day on the program uh, right after the uh, news at 5 o'clock. We'll have a wide array of of uh, RNC representatives who will be joining us on the program. And if you would like to join us, well, you know how to do that. It's very simple. As always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. And all you need to do is call me. Just use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number, 800-347-1063. And if you would rather send me a text message, use the CSRP Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's maybe it's the fact that I'm outdoors so much more on the weekend. But last Monday, my voice was kind of thin and uh, cracking. And, and uh, same thing today, I, I guess, uh, sinuses kicking in. Uh, we have a beautiful countryside here in the upstate of North Carolina, but tons of trees, lots of pollen. And lots of things that uh, interfere with the sinus cavities. Over the weekend, this story out of Cleveland, Ohio. Political correctness rearing its ugly head again. 
uh, you, you just you have to tread so delicately now that the least little thing uh, can, with cancel culture can be a career ender. Get this. A report in the Cleveland Plain Dealer, that's their local newspaper, says that iHeartMedia fired news anchor Kyle Cornell after he referred to Kamala Harris as colored in a news promo. It was broadcast on the company's news talk station, WTAM Cleveland, during last Wednesday evening's Cleveland Indians game. Cornell wrote the news teaser that said in part that Harris is the country's, quote, first colored vice presidential candidate, end quote. After intense social media backlash, naturally the station folded, firing Cornell, and issued the following statement attributed to program director Ray Davis. We are aware of the reference made on WTAM by Kyle Cornell. We take this matter very seriously and addressed it immediately, immediately, like Governor Lepetamine in Blazing Saddles. The term used is extremely offensive and does not align with our station's core values and commitment to the communities we serve. He is no longer with WTAM. So they fired the guy who said in a news tease that Kamala Harris was the first colored vice presidential candidate. Does this mean uh, Mr. Davis? As the program director, that you guys will no longer be running any public service announcements for the NAACP? Which last time I checked, Ray, stands for the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. So when somebody says it's just a question of semantics, no, it's not. It's a question of fascist censorship and which language, what language you can use and what language is unacceptable to the progressive Marxist left. You think... uh, You think Mr. Cornell would still be working at WTAM if he had said Kamala Harris is the first woman of color to become a vice presidential candidate? You know the answer as as, as much as I do. The answer is patently obvious that woman of color is acceptable, but colored person, colored vice presidential candidate is a derogatory, demeaning, to use uh, the words of their program director, extremely offensive. We have reached a dangerous point in this country where language itself is controlled by the left, except here. 16 after 3 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Be right back.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back. 322 now here on a big Monday in, in uh, Western North Carolina and here in the upstate of South Carolina as well. Uh, meantime, right up the road in Charlotte, uh, they uh, had uh, all the uh, states uh, perform the roll call ritual this morning. No balloon drop, as, uh, as typically happens when uh, the uh, presumptive candidate reaches the significant number and goes over the top and becomes the nominee. Uh, one other difference uh, between that uh, never-ending infomercial that was produced, canned by the DNC last week and, and was watched by virtually no one because it was, well, virtually unwatchable. The uh, Monday morning proceedings drew a uh, contrast with the DNC by emphasizing the words, under God, in the Pledge of Allegiance in two DNC caucus meetings last week, those words were omitted when they did the Pledge of Allegiance. Um, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy saying, at the Democrat National Convention, we know that at least two caucuses removed two words under God from the Pledge of Allegiance we know, too, that at a previous Democratic convention, a recent one, the word God, was almost totally removed from their platform. That could not, would not ever happen here. I'm sorry, this was a, those are the words of Peter Goldberg, a delegate from Alaska, said to applause before leading the pledge. We know as Republicans that America must put its full trust and faith in that God in order to do so that every American citizen can have the blessings of security, the opportunity for prosperity, and the ability to enjoy all those freedoms that are enshrined in that divinely inspired document, the Constitution of the United States of America. To the phones we go. Our leadoff batter today is Terry. He is in Greenville. Hi, Terry, and welcome to the Bobby Mack Show. Hey, Bobby. How you doing? Uh, so far, so good. Good, good. Listen to you all the time. Hey, um, I've heard rumors uh, that uh, Trump is going to make a stop in Greer. Have you heard anything about it? And, yeah. And was it gonna... Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm not exactly sure what the protocol is going to be, uh, if he is merely going to be coming back uh, to, uh, to GSP, 
which is located in Greer, of course, uh, right. to uh, to reboard Air Force One uh, to fly from here to Charlotte or back to Washington. Uh, we're a little uncertain about exactly what the uh, itinerary will be, but uh, I can tell you, uh, I have a text message here that says, uh, Bobby, I'm out here by GSP Airport. Air Force One is parked on the runway with cars parked along the road. Uh, we had we had heard rumors earlier this morning that uh, Air Force One was going to be landing at GSP, and that would make perfect sense because obviously it, it, the logistics work better uh, in terms of getting up to the places where he's doing the appearances in Western North Carolina today from here than they do from Charlotte. Uh, and you couple that with the fact that GSP has the longest runway of any other airport in the air, certainly longer than, than Asheville's. Uh, it, it makes perfect sense. So uh, I'm thinking that when the president concludes the events he's doing in Western North Carolina, he will be uh, coming back to GSP boarding Air Force One for whatever their next destination may be. Okay. Is there much of a crowd or anybody out out there? I heard he was going to stop at some plant or factory in Greer. I, um, I, I, have, I had not heard that, but uh, I know he is doing a couple of uh, business-related appearances in North Carolina, so uh, would not be that unusual if they had added one. Uh, at some uh, local industry uh, here in Greer as well. Uh, okay, and then from there he'll he'll go to the airport and and either go back to Charlotte or to uh, Washington. Is Correct. that what you understand? Yes, yeah. sir. That that is my understanding. Nope. Okay. All right. How do you, how do you get to uh, Fletcher by a helicopter? Uh, that's a good flying? question. I, I because. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that he flew on Marine One, uh, the the presidential hel- helicopter. I, I wasn't able to see it on the tarmac in Fletcher, but that's my, I mean, if Air Force One is here, then that would make perfect sense. Yeah, well, maybe he thumbed over. Maybe you know, some, some farmer picked him up. What do you think? You know, I guarantee you there are, all, there are many people in the upstate of, of South Carolina who would have been very happy uh, to uh, run the president up to Fletcher. Well, you're talking to one, so all right. Well, listen, you're doing great. I enjoy listening to you, particularly on Wednesday afternoons when you have um, I David uh, Schwartz. Oh, Dave Schwartz, right yeah. from Freedom Action Network. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, you're doing a great job. You're you're uh, Trump's uh, right hand man here in uh, uh, in uh, Greenville, as far as I'm concerned. All right. I am. I am. So, thank you. Thank you very much, Terry. I appreciate the kind words. I am certainly going to do everything in my power to make sure that uh, a second term happens for Donald John Trump and that uh, sleepy Uncle Joe is able to uh, retire to Delaware and swim in his, in his pool in the nude in front of female Secret Service agents. Uh, also in on the uh, text line, 71307. Uh, Bobby, just so you know, Air Force One spotted by myself flying into GSP about 35 minutes ago. Right. Uh, Bobby, my friend works at uh, GSP. He took pictures of the beast last night. That is the presidential limo, of course. Uh, Bobby, can we see Air Force One or the president at GSP this afternoon? From a distance would uh, would be my answer. Um, Bobby, when is uh, Governor McDisaster 
applying for Trump's unemployment extension. He's completely turned his back on South Carolina in time of need for a state credit rating. South Carolina has huge money from our extensive manufacturing base. Uh, Bobby, why is Nikki Haley not considered a woman of color, but Kamala Harris is? Uh, Short answer, one is a Democrat. 329 here on the Bobby Mack Show. We'll get the latest update. Annie is ready to go with the news, and I'm right back on the other side as we get the work week going here on Monday on the Bobby Mack Show on WORD. Yeah, there is a uh, big old jet airliner parked out there at uh, GSP this afternoon with the uh, presidential seal on it. I'd often suggested, you know, uh, President Trump has his own personal Boeing aircraft as well. And uh, even before election, I suggested that uh, should he win, he should put a sticker on the side of his uh, Trump aircraft that says uh, my other plane is Air Force One back to the uh, phones we go Jerry is on his cell phone he is our, our eyes on the scene I said I mean we have news reporters out of GSP but uh, Jerry is going to update us uh, with what he is witnessing right now at by the airport hi Jerry and welcome to the show yeah it's Gary oh sorry Jerry yeah. Money Penny no, misunderstood uh, your your name yeah um, yeah, I was just by there I, on the back side of the airport. I, I, I forget what road that is, whether that's Burn Smith Highway or Brockman McClyman, whatever, but mm-hmm. it's the one on the back side. And it was parked there, and I was talked to a gentleman there who had been there since 11 o'clock waiting for it, and he said, yeah, it got in there about 30 minutes ago, which was probably 45 minutes ago now. Right. And the president got on uh, Marine One and flew out. I said, well, why did they come here? And he says, because they, uh, Asheville Airport has been having a bunch of construction. And they did not have a runway that was long enough to handle Air Force One. Right. Yeah, that was, uh, that was my assumption as well. Now, they could, of course, have flown Air Force One into Charlotte, but then you're looking at a longer drive into western North Carolina uh, requiring uh, more difficult logistics than if they just fly into GSP. And uh, and use Marine One and uh, zip right up to uh, to Fletcher. Yeah, so I mean that's why you know there was probably fifty to seventy five people parked along the highway and people standing around. So right. good deal. Well, I appreciate anyway. the update, Gary. Yep, thank you. You bet. Um, Three thirty eight now, twenty two before four here on the Bobby Mack Show. Uh, the uh, the RNC convention of course, is now underway in Charlotte. If you're wondering about uh, our coverage here on WORD, uh, if uh, Mark Levin uh, would be uh, preempted um, ground zero 
uh, only on one night. Uh, Fox News Radio, of course, we're an affiliate, uh, will provide live coverage. And um, coverage will begin each night at 8.06 and conclude uh, at 11.30. And as far as uh, our coverage uh, is concerned, uh, we will be carrying the RNC convention on our website. You can stream it there, uh, 1063WORD.com, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. That's tonight. So if you're going to be out and you would like to listen uh, to the various speakers, and we'll run those down for you here coming up as well, uh, just uh, stream it on our website, okay? 1063WORD.com or on, on radio.com. You can connect that way as well. And then on Thursday night, uh, the night that the uh, president will give his acceptance speech, uh, we will carry that both on air as well as online, and that will begin at uh, 8 o'clock. And on Thursday night, Mark Levin and Ground Zero will be preempted from uh, 8 o'clock in the evening until 11.30, which is the time we assume that the uh, convention activities will conclude. Okay, now then, the, uh, the speakers, and uh, they, they've, got, uh, they've got a pretty good murderer's row here. Uh, tonight, speakers will include uh, South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, uh, House Whip Steve Scalise, uh, Representative Matt Getz, he's a rising star, he's out of Florida, uh, Representative Jim Jordan, who has been uh, one of the real heroes in trying to track down, uh, to connect all the dots on the uh, Trump collusion with Russia uh, coup attempt. Uh, former South Carolina governor and former ambassador to the U.N., Nikki Haley, Republican National Committee Chairwoman Rona McDaniel, Georgia State Representative Vernon Jones, and I believe Vernon Jones is a Democrat, and he is going to be one of the speakers at the RNC tonight. That's bound to make uh, Democrat heads explode. Uh, Amy Johnson Ford, uh, Donald Trump Jr., Kimberly Guilfoyle, Natalie Harp, uh, Charlie Kirk, Kim Kwasick, who has uh, been a name that has been in the news uh, here the last week or so. She is the uh, the black woman from Maryland who is running for the seat uh, vacated uh, by the death of uh, Emmanuel Cummings. Uh, she's running for that congressional seat. She's the one that did the video walking through Baltimore uh, showing all the uh, horrible parts of the, of the city that have been allowed to, to be degraded and, and turn into slums under 50-plus years of Democrat rule uh, in Baltimore. So she will be speaking tonight. Mark and Patricia McCloskey, uh, Sean Parnell, Andrew Pollock, and Tanya Weinress. Okay. Uh, First Lady uh, Melania Trump, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, Senator Rand Paul, and more will be speaking tomorrow night. Then on Wednesday night, speakers include uh, Vice President Pence, uh, Senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee, and, and many others. We'll run them on down. And then on Thursday night, of course, uh, will be the night that uh, President Trump will accept the uh, RNC nomination uh, for uh, to run for a second term. Also speaking on Thursday night will be uh, HUD Secretary Dr. Ben Carson, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, Senator Tom Cotton, House Republican Leader Kevin McCarthy, Congressman Jeff Van Drew, 
Ivanka Trump, uh, J. Ron Smith, Ann Dorn, Debbie Ford, former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani, Franklin Graham, the son, of course, of uh, Billy Graham, Alice Johnson, Wade Mayfield, Carl and Marcia Muller, and Dana White. All right, so those are some of the uh, high-profile individuals who will be speaking at the Republican National Convention, uh, Convention coming up in uh, Charlotte beginning today. Well, already underway. In on the uh, text line, 71307. Uh, Bobby, I predict the leftist media reports on the RNC will be comparable to the accuracy and truthfulness of the reporting of Baghdad Bob from the beginning of the Iraq war. Yep. Uh, Bobby, Black Lives Matter, give us what we want today or we will burn it down. Uh, is that racist? Uh, BLM, okay, you are successful. Certainly in getting the attention of the media. Uh, in on the text line as well, placate the masses, uh, anesthetize them, numb people don't care. Uh, nor do uh, dumb people, sadly. Uh, Bobby, giving people enough money to, to cover expenses until it's over is nice, uh, but we could just make alcohol, marijuana, crack free on the corner. And I believe, oh, hang on, I thought I was caught up, but a couple more just popped in quickly here. Uh, Bobby, so I'm confused. Can we see Air Force One and maybe Trump and GSP now, or are they already gone? No, the, the president is doing a speaking event uh, at a, a manufacturing company up in western North Carolina. Uh, then once that concludes, he will be returning to GSP and departing from there on Air Force One. I'm guessing, I don't know, uh, 5 o'clock, somewhere uh, after. Uh, Bobby, technically, any plane President Trump is on is Air Force One. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Bobby, the cooler question is, where is the backup VC-25, that is, a.k.a. Air Force One? SC-TAC? Uh, typically, that uh, information is uh, classified. Bobby, in an, uh, in an uncivilized society, if you threw bricks through your neighbor's window and tried to kill him by burning his house down, you could just kill him. But now he can kill you. Oh, and now we're civilized. Good to know. Good to know. And that catches me up. Not a moment too soon. Quarter before four here on the Bobby Mack Show. These uh, tropical storms... Uh, they're, they're being naturally, as uh, the media typically does, being whipped up into a, a combination of uh, all of the worst hurricanes to ever hit the American Gulf Coast. Uh, it's not going to be good. It is going to be wet. But these are, these are not really powerful hurricanes. Troublemakers? Yeah. Death dealers? We hope not. We'll be right back.
Welcome back. Great to have you along. 3.51 now, 9 before 4 o'clock, and also in on the text line. Uh, Bobby, not sure if I should say this at all, sir, but an hour or so ago, I watched Air Force One on a flight radar app on computer. I watched him slowly come out of Charlotte down to GSP at about 6,000 feet the whole way. I bet he got every patriot working outside that saw it the thrill of the day. I would agree. Hey, Bobby, do you know if we can get tickets to the convention this week? No, there there are none, per se, because of the restrictions due to the China flu. All right. Uh, Bobby, Biden may have had a chance if he had named Murphy as his running mate. Everybody loves golden retrievers. Bobby, you can see Air Force One on Highway 80 behind the airport. People are parked there on the side of the road. Uh, Bobby, thank you for running down the list of speakers. However, I will not listen to Queen Nikki. Okay. Uh, Bobby, careful when you follow the masses. Sometimes the M is silent. Bobby, uh, did I miss something? I didn't hear the great name of South Carolina Senior Senator Lindsey Gramnesty on that list of speakers. Probably too busy investigating the FBI. I'm sure that's it. I'm sure that's it. Uh, Anything else? Yeah. Text line is uh, hopping. Uh, Just in, new facts for those who teach evolution. The average human body contains over 38 trillion cells. Each cell contains DNA. Each DNA is approximately six and a half feet long. 38 trillion times six and a half feet is over twice the diameter of the solar system. According to evolution, we are here by a series of mutations. Uh, Think about it. Does that sound anywhere near reasonable to you? Um, uh, Bobby, uh, R.C., formerly from Greer, Uh, Was Elijah Cummings under investigation at the time of his death? He had been under investigation for, I don't know, a year? Something like that. Bobby, I'm watching a tutorial for mask sizes, and the donation requests from the Democrats are nonstop. I'm going to have to uh, get premium to avoid them, especially Smiling Joe with a TV host. With those teeth? Oh, you mean the chicklets? Joe Biden and his chicklets? <laughs> uh, anything else that I uh, may have missed here on uh, the text line? Um, nope, that catches me up. Now then, on to the hurricanes, tropical storms. Tropical storm Laura, south of Cuba. And we'll move into the uh, Gulf tonight, unlike Marco where conditions were not favorable for that storm to strengthen. Laura is going to be moving into very favorable conditions for strengthening and could become a very dangerous hurricane. Maybe they were speculating maybe a two uh, by the time it hits the uh, Gulf Coast. Waters in the Gulf of Mexico, obviously, this year. uh, Very, very warm. Still uncertain about exactly where and when Laura may make landfall, but right now it appears 
the Louisiana and Texas coast, uh, just like with Marco. So those areas are all on alert right now. Uh, If Laura does come ashore where they are expecting, uh, that is somewhere right around the uh, border between Texas and southwest Louisiana, uh, that that could really spell more difficulty for uh, the people of uh, New Orleans because, as we know all too well from Katrina, um, the city of New Orleans is in a piece of uh, topography uh, that's that's like a cereal bowl. And uh, if this if the storm should come ashore uh, as predicted, and who knows if that actually is going to happen or not, these computerized guesses. Uh, are always subject to last-minute modifications. Uh, That would put uh, New Orleans on the stronger side of the storm surge. Uh, So we'll continue to uh, keep track on this. Um, And and it's going to be at least, um, well, let's, let's see what the storm track says. Yeah, this is uh, looking ahead to uh, Wednesday. Uh, landfall anticipated now somewhere around midnight Wednesday, 1 o'clock in the morning on Thursday. So obviously uh, the problem is going to be heavy rain, uh, strong winds, the, the usual that you associate uh, with these tropical storms and hurricanes. Storm surge and inland flooding from Laura uh, could be. Pretty nasty. We'll, we'll continue to track it for you. Hour number two of the Bobby Mack Show is on the way here on Monday. Be right back here on WORD. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.